0: Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled dot com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. All right, Mervis Diamond Importers. You need to go to MervisDiamond.com right now. If you purchase a ring or a fabulous piece of jewelry, you can earn up to five thousand dollars in tr- in travel from Takori Journeys. Check out one of their locations. Just head to MervisDiamond.com. Also, Crystal City. It's SIP. September. September is September in Crystal City with its popular lineup of tasting events and weekly pop-up beer and wine garden, including pups and pilsners and Fridays at the fountain. More details at CrystalCity.org. music always
1: gives me a go. Hi, hey, 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 I have some in my own bag. Yeah, get your headphones. It's
0: a professional yeah. show. Yeah. Sure.
1: Tune in. Yeah, you gotta tune in. Tune in. Sarah on the mic, and we we'll about, about to begin be
0: the with the, the most Paul wharton looking freak. It from me, you should be listening. Live from the nation's cap, pop culture its Don't a second Yes, they can hear me. Here, Hey Fridge, Paul Wharton Welcome everybody to the Hey Fridge podcast with Paul Wharton
1: Hey Sarah
0: It's that time of the week you guys A brand new pop culture show that's entertaining, that's inspiring Yes, we have it all for you And oh, I never forget to turn off the other song when it's coming out Sorry, whatever (laughs) Uh, Hi everybody, we got a full house today Hey baby Paul Wharton, how you doing, hon? Girl,
1: I'm good. How are
0: you? Are you good? Are you feeling the spirit? Because I was a little, you, you were like a little funky just a minute ago. You weren't
1: feeling the spirit oh of God. the podcast. Maybe it's okay? the weather
0: today. I'm not. It's
1: working through me. Okay, I can be honest. Yes, be honest. I feel like shit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And you know, life is such a blessing. I'm just happy to be here. I know, it's so true. Just happy to be here. You
0: never know what what's ahead of you. Um, look, we have a lot to get to on this show. We always have fun on this show, we have great topics. <laughs> and today we're doing something new called Sex of the Round Table, okay? So uh-huh. instead of Knights, because no one here is a Knight of the Round Table, really. Right. I don't know, right. is that a really cheesy reference?
1: No. We're with you. No, no
0: one is. We're with you. Anyway, we all have sex issues that are happening in our lives. So we're going to do a roundtable today to discuss. We really need to. No, we are. Absolutely. Um, also coming up on the show. Um, look, one, I I say this a lot, but I, one of the things I'm most proud of about this podcast is we have such a diverse audience. Okay. Mm -hmm. So many people from different age groups and different backgrounds and different political views. Listen to us for entertainment and, um, potentially a little knowledge here or there. Yeah. So today, a friend of mine, uh, Jeremy Lerman, who is a PhD in economics, getting one at George Mason here in Virginia, is coming on because I've been fascinated by DACA, which is, re- is, is just happening around immigration. And essentially, that is um, something that Donald Trump, President Trump, is trying to stop. I'm going to be really honest. Mm-hmm. I do not know a lot about immigration. I don't know a lot about U.S. policy. I, I really don't. When it comes to economics in this country, i got to say I'm pretty ignorant.
1: I can't wait to hear what he has to say. So
0: he's going to be here to tell us what we need to know about DACA and basically I think a little bit of easier, fun, hopefully more entertaining uh, you know, way, yeah, if you will, you sure, know, for uh, the millennials, for the millennials. Um, so we're going to get to all that. And then I have news for you guys. I don't know if you Uh-oh. recall. You know, I'm obsessed with documentaries. And okay. is anyone else in shock? Scott Peterson who was accused of murdering his wife, Lacey Peterson, in 2004, is innocent.
1: Now, you're going to have to break this down for me. <laughs> How did you come to that conclusion? Can't you make anyone seem innocent in a documentary, though?
0: No. Is anybody else... Here's my here's my call to people today. Okay. Is anyone else become obsessed with Scott Peterson on A&E? They're running like a six-part series on Scott Peterson that essentially he may be innocent of Lacey Peterson's murder, and I've got to tell you, it looks like... It's so true.
1: So, I know you probably shouldn't say, but who does it seem like did it?
0: Well, um, I don't want to give too much away okay. for anybody that watches. Because, by the way, this is on demand. And there are four series in. I, I'm i not sure if it's five or six parts. But, anyway, um, there are four episodes in. I binged watched over the weekend. I couldn't stop because I was convinced Scott Peterson was just sure. this
1: complete guilty. narcissist guilty, right? O.J. Innocent Scott guilty. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> It seems like the media completely, pro- potentially may have prosecuted. I'm not going to deny it. Okay. But Scott Peterson's complete skank. Like, mm-hmm. he's a man whore. He ha- was having an affair with his pregnant wife. Like, the guy's a derp. Yeah. But does that make you a murderer?
1: It doesn't always.
0: It doesn't always. It is mind-blowing. So that's how I spent my weekend. Wow. I know. It was crazy. What about you? How, how's life going? What was going on in your world?
1: Well, <clears throat> you know, every time you ask me does I have to look at my Instagram <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, I'll tell you what was going on what? in your world. You were up at New York Fashion Week. I was. I have never been to, you went to Spike Lee's show.
1: Well, actually, Spike Lee didn't have a show, but he was honored at a show that I went to up at Harlem's Fashion Row. So I want to thank the fabulous people at Nissan and the Nissan Diversity Team. They actually took me up to New York. They put me up at a fancy hotel, and they had me sitting front row at this um, amazing fashion show where Spike Lee was honored. So, yeah, I got to see him and hang out with uh, my friend Sidra, of course, and just all of the wonderful people. Uh, Misa Hilton, who I did Rip the Runway with on BET. That's P. Diddy's first wife. Oh, sure, Justin's okay. Mom, sure. She's a friend of mine that I got to reconnect with there, and uh, Angela Michaela Davis, and Emil Wilbekin, and all those fabulous people in New York, so that was a lot of fun.
0: So tell me this, because I've always been curious about New York Fashion Week. Um, when you go there, do you ever, are you, it's New York, right, so you expect mm-hmm. every runway show to mm-hmm. be just fabulous. Do you ever go to any of those and you think, oh my God, this, uh, the fashion is like so horrible.
1: I guess Kanye's show. <laughs> Did I mean, you, you go know, to that? No, I didn't. you just like the reviews. Right. I mean, just what I've seen, you know, online. But no, I mean, you know, the spirit of Fashion Week is just electrifying. You know, it used to be better. I was living in New York in the days where it was at Bryant Park literally in the tents and that was really glamorous and really New York and now it's at Lincoln Center so it doesn't have the same kind of panache that it did before like more people can fit in Lincoln Center right so it takes Battery away Park. like the yeah it doesn't have to be exclusive yeah yeah exactly so a lot more people are going and then you know people some just people, show up in jeans and a t-shirt well, now, I got to like tell whatever. you Sarah some people are like oh my god I'm so crazy it's fashion week I'm like what you don't work in fashion, you don't buy fashion, but you don't write about fashion. You know why are you worried about Fashion Week?
0: I just see all the fashion bloggers that I follow; they're all there, mm-hmm. so I, mm-hmm. I get to see some
1: behind-the-scenes stuff.
0: But yeah. I don't really know. I'm like, is this coming out at Zara? That's what I want to write them back. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm not mad
1: at it. I'm not mad. But I will tell you something else that I did. Something yes. really great. So the Mandy and David team at Compass, you know, I love them. Um, actually, we are both nominated for Best of Gay DC. If you're in DC or not, the Washington Blade is our big gay magazine. Sure. Here. Paper. Sure. And they do a competition every year called Best of Gay DC. And so they nominate the top five people in each category. And there was a, you know, top um, media personality category. And so I'm nominated, Matt Acklin. Um, How do we
0: vote? Is there any way we can vote?
1: You can vote online, bestofgaydc.com. And each person oh, can we're use. we're voting. Yes, please. If you have an email address, you can vote once a day from that email address. So definitely vote for me. So... um We're so proud of you. You're our favorite gay. Thank you so much. I want to be the best gay in D.C. You know, I won it like four years ago. And since then, like Chuck Bell from Channel 4 has been taking it from me. And not in a good way.
0: I didn't even know Chuck (laughs) Bell was gay. Okay, this is amazing. Chuck's gay. Okay.
1: I gotta take that thing back.
0: No, we're stealing the crown, Chuck. Sorry. Sure, you're lovely, but no more.
1: Exactly. So, check this out. So, you know how we always talk about I create shows, and that used to be a big part of my business. So, I'm trying to get back into creating um, concepts for shows. So, I pitched a show, and um, they liked it to a network um, that revolves around makeovers and buying houses and all this kind of stuff. So, we shot The Sizzle on Friday, and Mm -hmm. I shot it with Mandy Mills from the Mandy and David team. So, that was Awesome. Please pray for me, people. I need a show. I got to upgrade my car.
0: We are funny. The warranty's
1: almost up. Help.
0: For you. <laughs> the warranty's <laughs> almost up. Um, I wanted to read this to you. The whole team is here today. Joelle is our intern. AJ's our intern. She does news and pop culture, of course, Paul. Um, but we got a really nice uh, message. You guys have been doing a great job of emailing us and weighing in on the show. You always can. Sarah at hayfrage.com, Paul Wharton style at yahoo.com. Um, but this gentleman writes to us. He goes, Hey, Sarah. I've been listening to your podcast for a short time now. I'm not exactly in your targeted listening group due to my age. I'm in my mid-40s. However, I'd like to give you a compliment. I listen to your newest podcast creation. You're a wonderful interviewer. I like how you listen to your guests and do the follow-up questions. Your style is relaxing yet riveting for the listeners. Please continue to grow this style. I believe you'll be successful with this podcast. Now on to your co-host and interns on Hey Frish Podcast. I honestly didn't know Paul Warden and his personality because I worked two jobs and cable in cable and was always a it was always a luxury still is after buying this house but I'm trying to but what I'm trying to say is please tell Paul that I enjoy his candid his cadence, I think, is what he means. Yeah, um, his ca- his cadence, his honesty, and I love his stories. Though I may not understand or agree with all of your comments, I truly enjoy your show. There are some times that I literally go and research your topics to learn more about the topics. P.S. Your interns enlighten my spirit about their generation. They're intellectual. Wow. So there are compliments for everybody. You guys are doing an awesome, awesome job. Nice job. So that is great. I thought Thank that was you. great. John took the time to write that to us, so please keep it coming. Oh,
1: John, it's so cool.
0: Uh, before EJ does some news and pop culture for us, I wanted to talk to you about a couple of stories that have been kind of trending over the past week. Uh, Sean Spicer, you probably saw this, but Melissa McCarthy has just won an Emmy for her um, for depicting White House former White House press sec- secretary Sean Spicer on SNL. And Sean P- Spicer was just interested interviewed recently and says that he thinks that she ought to share it with him now this might have been no. a little tongue-in-cheek but yeah it kind of got me thinking that is no. kind of true like she never would have won that emmy without him do you think like she has an obligation to call him and go hey sean like if you would like to use this emmy you know at some point in the future i'm happy to share it with you
1: no why not listen all movies everywhere are made about other people. So if Tom Hanks is playing some war veteran that really existed in real life or, or he's Most playing of the, time the president dead. or something. Well, okay, just name a guy like Leonardo DiCaprio played um who played Bush?
0: Uh Bush.
1: One of these guys. Oh
0: God, I don't know. Oh, was that like well, um was that like an HBO show? Okay, that
1: is real. Okay. I mean that is alive. Okay. And you play a part, I mean you're getting that Emmy for playing the role, but not—they don't necessarily get the Emmy.
0: I think that's a good idea, though. I actually agree. This is one thing I agree with about Sean Spicer.
1: You do? Well, I mean, I don't think he deserves anything but think, a swift kick in the ass. <laughs> I think
0: that kind of made like—I thought that like really made SNL. And I mean, if Sean Spicer didn't have all those quirks, you know, he choose, like thirty Wait pieces a of gum and You mean to that. tell
1: me you mm-hmm. feminist? one, okay, you want to take an Emmy out of the hands of a hard-working actress, full-figure, curvy woman, okay, who has broken down all kind of boundaries mm-hmm. and give it to Sean Spicy Spicer? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> give it Wait a minute, I, feminist, I <laughs> right in Sarah at heyphrase Paul Warden style at Yahoo. What am I hearing here? I'm sorry, no. I don't want to be right about this, people. I don't
0: want to. Um, I don't want to give it to him. I just wonder if she ought to offer that he could borrow it at times. That's what he's basically saying. I want to share it with you. You obviously. So she you want her him. to
1: share her image? Well,
0: me. I am not. I, Sean Spicer to me seems like he has a vagina. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he looks feminine to me. I don't know what it is about
1: him. Stick your hand Take down there.
0: You know, you know. Earlier this year, I was obsessed with. I still am. I'm still a vegan. Four days, four days, four days, four days a week. Four days a week you know.
1: Okay. I just. I have no. I love it. I, mean, so, I mean.
0: No meat, no you, dairy. I am get that,
1: but feels so good. It feels good, but I then like don't the, you feel bad when you go back to the meat?
0: Yes, I yes. do. So here's the thing. I've been doing it four days a week, and okay. then the other three is kind of a free-for-all, but my stomach becomes such a mess that I can't do it anymore. Okay. So now I'm just basically vegan. I'm vegan usually two meals every single day, okay. breakfast and lunch. And then dinner, if I have a little meat or just a tiny bit of dairy, it doesn't, you know, the ecosystem stays intact. Okay. But otherwise, if I don't, it just goes off the rails. It's like, hmm. so yeah, it has ecosystem. It's very delicate. Tele- I go to the <laughs> doctor this week, too, with migraines. Oh, no. Now I'm taking magnesium and uh, complex B to try it. Okay. I'm on a bunch of medications. I, I'm like the typical American. Yeah, my now.
1: magnesium's low. So is my vitamin D. Take it, yes. Yeah, I do. I take it. So,
0: um, You know, earlier I was obsessed with What the Health. Well, the mm-hmm. doctors of What the Health, this is terrible, but a Chinese woman, a 61-year-old Chinese woman, has now been duped out of $650,000 mm. after one of the doctors from What the Health, they used his picture to claim that he He was a single doctor, um, and now he's he's an internet scammer. But the doctor was preying on single women, and he was basically saying, look, I want to come visit you, and he would call them and say, I'm at the airport in China. I'm here for you, but I'm being detained, and I'm going to need you to wire $650,000 immediately because you're the love of my life, and I'm right here. Come to the airport. Wire me the money. You'll pick me up. And this one woman fell for it, and the guy, Dr. Garth Davis. Okay, here's Dr. Garth Davis, okay? This is the picture. So he wasn't
1: really catfishing her. It was a real guy.
0: So, well, it's African scammers. They traced it back to an African website. African scammers are taking the pictures of the doctors from what the hell. Dr. Uh, Garth Davis here, uh, Dr. Neil Bernard, they take their pictures and then they put them up on oh, these websites and they say, you know, they prey on single women. Hi, I'm a, you know, I'm a famous doctor in the United States. I'm coming to China because I'm in love with you. I've, so, I've seen your profile. We're perfect. And these desperate single women are wiring the money thinking that they're at the
1: airport and they're not. What's with sex and money these days? What, what's the deal with that? <laughs> what about, hasn't that always gone hand in hand? I mean, you know, I didn't want to say this because my sister is an avid hay phrase listener now. But I think I should share this story.
0: Okay, what is it? Well,
1: the other night, I'm having relations with a gentleman caller. Okay. And as soon as we were done, he asked me for a loan of $4,000. What? Yeah.
0: So this guy, you guys are hooking up. You're having passionate lovemaking.
1: I don't gets know about done. how passionate it was because, listen, this is a deal. I was at happy hour, okay? <laughs> I know the guy. I've been dealing with the guy for a while. Oh,
0: I love that. You have the best He's one of my little up. side
1: pieces, okay? So the guy's like, hey, you know, you around? And I thought, hey, I'm at happy hour. I'm like two Patron Gimlet's in, I'm feeling good. I said, I'll meet you at my house at 9. So I left happy hour. I just told the people, I'll be right back. <laughs> And I went home to meet him. You know, we did our thing. And then, you know, he goes to the bathroom. By the time he get back, I was fully dressed. Sorry, Holly. I'm sorry. But (laughs) I got to be honest with these people. So uh, I'm fully dressed. And, you know, he's like, oh, are you going somewhere? And I was like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I had some friends I had to meet. I was like, you weren't planning on, like, staying or something, were you? You know, and he's like, oh, no, but I really want to talk to you about something. And I'm like, "Uh, okay, like, what? And he says yeah, I really, really need you to help me out with something. And I'm like, like what? Okay. And he says, I have um, a child support hearing on Tuesday. <gasps> and if I don't come with $5,000, I'm going to go to jail. And oh. I have 1000 of it. And I need you to lend me the other 4000
0: <gasps> Oh, my God. Okay. When you first started this and story, like, I thought it was going to be like?
1: <laughs> with my zipper. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: No, when you first said that, I was like, I got all like, oh, this is lame. But now I feel like, did you help him? Now I kind of feel
1: bad for the guy. It, no, I politely grabbed my keys, my wallet, checked my little my lip gloss, <laughs> and you were out. Text my friends. I was like, I had to talk to my dad. He's my business manager. I don't know if he's going to approve a loan, but you know, we can ask him.
0: So you—that was it. Dad said no. <laughs> Do you feel bad?
1: No, those aren't my kids. He should have been messing <laughs> yeah. around having all them kids anyway. The man has six kids. Oh my
0: god. I think I met this guy. I think I know him. <laughs> really? Six children? Yeah. Okay, well,
1: that's a little much.
0: Yeah, it's you gotta, a bit much. Okay. I'm
1: sorry. He should have got himself together.
0: I honestly don't know what I would do, because knock on wood, I've never had anybody uh, ask me for a loan, so...
1: Well, I think people should, like, in terms of the sex say. and the money thing, I think that you should, like, finish the night, go your separate ways, and then text back. Like, that's the way that works. What do you mean? Like, like don't ask me in person. Like, text me. Oh, well, so I can I... have a chance to digest all that, <laughs> you know. That's too much.
0: That's true. If he knew you as a good friend, I do know that about you. Like you, you, you have like a certain limit of info you take in, and then you're like, I'll get back to you. I'll get and back then to you're you. You're like completely like ghost I need to be
1: on my own time for, for this.
0: Hours.
1: <laughs> you know I will, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. I've been I've been there with you. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like I, just, you...
1: I start to read it and I just put it down. I'm like, I can't do this right now. i, know. I have to get back to that. But
0: you're always so good. You know what I do love yeah. about you though is you're very level headed. You always get back your reasonable and you do it on your own time but that's fair I appreciate that versus somebody who fires off like a, a very emotional answer and right. then backtracks later
1: exactly I like your style like if I say you need to fuck me good <laughs> well, just, you know what I mean like I wouldn't I wasn't gonna say that I was just like well I have to <laughs> talk to accounting and <laughs> see if they'll approve your loan <laughs> You know?
0: You are so funny. Oh, my God. Well, by the way, just to finish this story, uh, Dr. Davis went on his Facebook on What the Health and warned uh, that this is fake Instagram accounts using his photo. This account in the picture is not me, Dr. Davis wrote. I am also, um, I am not on any dating sites, and I do not need you to send me money. Mm. Lots of people have been stealing my pictures and setting up fake accounts. I will never ask you for money, is what oh he God. says. So just be warned if you're a single woman out there and you're like, like oh my god because i'm attracted to dr neil bernard who's like 60 if he's a day
1: you know the only guy i ever got catfished by was a supposed doctor from san francisco i think i told you the story before right how the guy catfished me and i was I like did. a I weekend can't... we were like in love we were like naming our kids yes <laughs> on I, think so. I think yes and then
0: he and called, then he called, called me and, and he like, was like hello, hey,
1: hello. is <laughs> this paul <laughs> yes this <is> paul. <laughs> hi, this is Robert. Um, uh, Excuse me? I, I think you have the wrong number. <laughs> what is going on? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And I told the guy, I was like, this voice and that face, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. No. <laughs> uh-uh.
0: but do you really think that he was catfishing you, though? Maybe, he was. Maybe he just had like some sort of... um you know did he have like a health concern or something like maybe at a trach or something
1: oh now i'm making me out to be the bad guy <laughs> no
0: i'm just kidding i don't
1: know maybe no he didn't have no health concern Hello.
0: do you think he was just really <laughs> Ten minutes old minutes
1: later no i'm like and i was at linda hercules i'm like linda i need you to hear something <laughs> <laughs> you have to hear this she's like Claw. what's going on Yeah. That
0: guy was ready to have your kids.
1: I go back on, um, this guy was so fine. I go back, whoever's picture he stole, I want to meet that person. But I go back on Facebook like five minutes later and it's completely, his Facebook's down. I you mean, I right. was saying some things to this guy over that week. He took a good week for me. I mean, I was, like, rushing home yeah, to go after go- work to, like, get on Facebook.
0: Faker. I mean, that's Damn. why I have a policy. If I meet somebody online, i got to be Skyping with you within the first couple days. Paul, anyway, if, if we'll you like, when you pass away, if, you know, you're a well-endowed guy. If you, like, when you pass away, if, you know... Hopefully you're very old, you're like ninety two years old, I hope so, but let's say you're like so beautified right yeah. because you and I we go to to Dr Ruff. we're like we've stopped the hands of time right. Would you be upset if a couple of nervous or a couple of nurses just sneak to peek at your junk?
1: Well, I gotta tell you, Sarah, I wouldn't <laughs> you know I wouldn't because I'm like, hey, why not you know you know how I say when I go to the bar like I have my first drink mm-hmm. and then my second drink, yeah, and then my third drink is one for the road. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then my fourth drink is one for the ditch. Okay, so you, are so you know, oh hopefully, God. I'll have one for the road, one good round of you know sex, ma- love making when I'm ninety-two. That'll take me out of this world. Okay, and then I'll have one for the ditch, which is those nurses. <laughs>
0: in Denver Health Medical Center have now been suspended after it was reported of a May 8th incident, and according to a hospital spokesperson, the nurses opened a body bag and made admiring comments about a man's genitals. The comments were heard by a sixth nurse who believed they were inappropriate and reported it to a hospital staff. A police report confirmed the account, quote, multiple staff members viewed the victim while he was incapacitated, including after he was deceased. Four of the nurses have since returned to work at the hospital, and the fifth is no longer an employee there. I'm assuming that's the one that kind of initiated it. I just feel like... Do you think that was a little extreme? I don't know. I'm like, I wouldn't care.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, do you really... What are the name of people that have sex with Um.
0: Oh, oh God. They're not arachnophobia, because that's your fear of snakes. It's... um,
1: Spiders, isn't
0: it? Or spiders, yeah. It's... uh, you're, narco, you're not necroleptic. Oh, my God. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me type this in. <laughs> Having sex. No, that's what I thought I had when I went
1: to the doctor.
0: <laughs> you're a necrophilia.
1: Necrophilia. You're into
0: necrophilia. Okay. I just think that was, I mean, look, I'm sure the hospital, it's probably one of those things where the hospital, once many people know, they probably just have to take action. But I'm like, really? I think a lot of doctors, when you're out, like, I don't mind if they look at mine. Yeah. Like, if they're like, what a nice vagina. I awesome. mean, have you
1: ever seen these plastic surgery procedures, like, on YouTube or whatever, and the person's, like, they're flipping them over, and they got one leg up, and, you know, they, I mean, they see everything.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I think that I would be honored if it were me, if you have such a nice package that these guys are going back to undo the gar- the garbage bag.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: body bag to check out one last time your shween. I think that's a compliment.
1: Yeah, I mean, the jig is up, you know. I wouldn't be bothered. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, also, Paul, you know, you and I both have a lot of friends, and I'm in my 30s. Really love this story. No, that I'm just, in my 30s, too. You're in your 30s, as well.
1: I'm hanging on, girl. I'm hanging on. <laughs> I enjoy it.
0: You're in your 30s, too. Uh, there's a new article by Lisa Miller called The Ambition Collision, and it basically says that women in their 30s are now completely disillusioned. Millennial women are disillusioned with the workplace, uh, and they're now thinking of, about giving up their careers and heading back to their home states, like places like Michigan, Maine, New Hampshire, Mm -hmm. Vermont, because they've realized that the workplace is just too difficult. The corporate ladder is so excruciating to climb because of uh, discrimination against women and also pay inequality. You think that's true? Or a lot of people are trashing this article because they're like, yeah, ladies, uh, the corporate ladder has always been tough. Sure. Nothing new. And that it's kind of these women are kind of wussing out because the women before us really stuck in there through sexual harassment all this stuff what do you you know a lot of women in their 30s what do you think they're
1: feeling hmm well the women i know they usually i mean they work until they get in about in their mid-30s and they're really looking for a husband and Ooh. then they work for a little bit longer and then they i mean just some i mean i know all sorts of women i mean some sure. are career women for life but some there's quite a few right now and everybody seems to be getting engaged um, but listen, you know when I go home to visit my mom, there is a certain kind of logic to it like every time I go home, I'm like, you know if things don't work out, I could just come here. Yeah. I mean we can decorate her house, <laughs> you know we plan all of our meals, we go to the country club, we like go to the gym, we go shop at home goods. I mean you know that's not a bad life.
0: <laughs> well, I do feel like if my mom lived closer, I would live with her, but I think <laughs> I think it's uh I don't know I mean I'm- okay AJ and Joelle and we'll get you on because we all have to talk about our, our sex dilemmas that we're having in our lives right now so you guys are millennial women are you all now you're just starting your careers you guys are both in your early 20s so you're not in your 30s yet but are you already disillusioned with the workplace or do you think hey I'm in this to win this I'm ready to retire AJ <laughs> sign I me up you to
2: re- <laughs> <laughs> I hate you <laughs> so why why are you ready to retire already no I'm kidding um I am definitely in it to win it, and it just seems like it's going to be an uphill battle this whole entire way. I recently graduated from college two years ago. Joelle's actually still in college, so God Uh. bless, honey. you still got years to come. But (laughs) for right now, it's just I'm realizing how hard it is. You have to hustle every single day. You have to have a vision every time you wake up, and it's just like, wow, this is... um, gonna take a little while and when you start off you're not making really any money and it's kind of disheartening because you're like what i just paid all this money to go to college and why don't you want to pay me Mm -hmm. you know to to, you're you think you're working hard but you're really not so you just have to kind of mentally prepare yourself to go into the workforce and work your ass off and not be entitled
0: it's a lot more work than you think it is yeah so is any part of you
1: looking for that rich husband
0: Yes. Oh yeah. 100%. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, 100%. yes, hundred percent. About two hundred percent. What's 80%? more than two hundred?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to get percentages right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm ready to retire or marry a rich husband. I'm just I, I can't. I want to make it on my really? own. Do you guys really
0: I mean this is like a topic for a whole nother show. But right. Joelle has actually planned her wedding and you're what, 22? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's another <laughs> day. Wedding, yeah. But
1: did you put a date on it?
0: No, I didn't put a date on it, but I But honestly, this is this is my question to you guys. What because I've always been fascinated by this, and I think probably when I was twenty two or twenty-three I thought, Oh yeah, I'll marry a rich guy too. Right. But oh, what kind of makes you think that will be an easier life? It really won't. I
3: don't think it would be easier.
0: Right? Yes. It like, really
3: won't. I know for, like, no matter what, whoever I marry, they have to be established. I want them to, you know, have their own money, but I plan on having my own money. Right. I don't plan on living off of my husband. Right. But if you want me to be like, you know, your stay at home mom, I have no problem with that, but I'm not gonna sit at home and do nothing. My career comes first, my life com- comes first. But wait,
1: first. you just said if you want me to be a stay at home
3: Yeah, but I'm still gonna do <laughs> what I, I wanna no to do. I have no problem
1: with it, but I'm still gonna be out in the streets. I'm, what, I'm still
3: gonna go, like, you want me to be a stay at home mom, that's fine. Yes. But I still wanna have, you know, my career before that. And when you have kids, if you want me right. to stay home, then I'll take care of the kids. You don't kids. get
1: a say in that though?
3: I'll have a say
1: in it. Why can't he stay home and take care of the kids? If he
3: wants to stay <laughs> home and take care of
0: the kids and not have <laughs> a crib, that's story. fine, too.
1: Because that's what Sarah's going to do.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do with Dan. Yeah. Oh, my No, there's no way. My significant other is such a workaholic. No, I've been duped. My husband is like, no, he's already like works 24-7. I'm like, um, who's going to take he care of our kids? You called husband? him your husband. I do. I believe mean, he is my husband. Yeah, like, I. On the way. I, uh, Sarah needs a ring. I do need a ring. Oh, but my God. Okay, I, I'm mad at okay, my husband Marvish. today because I'm like, who is going to take care of this kid? You promised me when we were, like, together, when we first started dating. Oh, I want to be a stay-at-home dad. I'm ready to walk away from my career. I'm like, excuse me. You work 12 hours a day. We communicate over text. And now I have to, like, this is my question to you. Do you guys think it's unromantic that I have to ask him for sex? Do you think that's like, Ooh. yeah. Because he works so deal. much. Okay, and thank you. Mind,
2: how how long you guys have been together for four years?
0: Four years. Four years. Which you guys said that uh, I was saying we have sex Dan and I have sex like once or he'll hate this conversation. Oh my god. <laughs> no, don't Dan, don't listen, it's like we're, we're Dan. Don't listen. We're telling you right now. If you're listening right now, cut, cut it off. Right? Talk don't listen podcast, Dan. Exit out of the tab. <laughs> He's such a private person. He wants nothing <laughs> out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Too bad. So are we like are we have sex like once or twice a week. And I'm like, that's not enough. We should be having sex like five days a week. Don't you guys think five times a week?
1: But why are you a boring lay? What's going on. Oh. <laughs> no, really? Are you? Are you a lazy fuck? You know if you are or not. But I think you gay can't sex is yourself. different than
0: straight. And down. you said you said I'm no, too straightforward. lazy, lazy Wait, sex, straight lazy straight sex. You know. I know. I put in. What do you mean? I've done. You it. Like, left the
1: shirt on with my face on it and just pulled it up. You still had your socks on. Don't even try it. You're a lazy fuck.
2: <laughs> Paul, if you say, can okay. you can you ask a gay person if they're top or bottom, or you guys are like another?
1: Yeah, of course you okay, can.
2: Okay, okay. I, I don't. I want to know. Like,
0: what, no. I guess I I do, well, you can ask I, am, I do as all a moves. What is it? All, all, is it all moves. <laughs> in the gay community. Are there any? Are there any guys in the gay community that are top? Like, yeah, they versatile. They can, it. Versatile. It. Yeah, that's, I'm that's me. versatile, it's folks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Got thank it. you. Me it. too, Paul. That's <laughs> why we get along so well. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I'm okay. a Leo,
2: but I'm also versed. I'm a
3: Leo too
0: here. <laughs> so I you, you think I need to just put more effort in and he will Yeah.
1: Because
0: I have to remind him. I'm like,
1: hey. if you build it, he will come. I mean you gotta you know you gotta put a little work on that thing.
0: You think so? Mix
1: it up a little bit. Okay, yeah. so
0: what should I what could I do tonight? So he's to, like, a, he's to a to soccer
2: coach, him. right? So yeah. you could like dress up as like a hot referee. All
1: That's right. too much work.
3: That's not too much work.
1: <laughs> dress up? <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, play role, role play role. It's role play. It's role play. She has
1: to go to the costume shop just to. Get I mean, some Halloween's, Halloween's, wear Halloween's,
3: Halloween's wear coming. Wear one out. of
2: his shirts and nothing else. Okay,
0: what all right. I'm going to try that.
3: Wear one of his like jerseys. Open the door with just like laundry. I was just on.
0: getting so mad at him this week. I'm like, I should not have to be asking. We should be having a lot more sex. But cook you, dinner naked in an apron. Oh, okay. Maybe right, he just wants that.
1: you to let him know when you're in the mood. Okay, is well, he always all in the mood? The time. Does he always no, say yes? he
0: works all the time. Does well, he yes. always say yes to If I you... ask, he always says yes, yeah.
1: How do yeah. you ask, by the way? I mean, we should not be talking about this man, but... <laughs> I love I this. I mean, what's the ask? Is it like, you're in what, the mood? Do you
0: think this is the li- over the line? Because I, I don't think this is over the line, No, I think it's fine. I do, too. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> she sleeps on my couch tonight. <laughs> like, the front desk calls, Mr. Wharton, there's a Sarah down here with about 10 suitcases. Oh, shit, Tom, not home. <laughs> Oh, no. Pull my car up back. <laughs> I'm going down a fire escape.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just like, babe. All right, we. I'm like, you know, we got to be hooking it up. Like, I'm like, I just basically say, it. I'm like, we haven't had sex since like two weeks ago. Come on, well, not that long, but
1: you have to have that conversation every mm-hmm. time. That's mm-hmm. emasculating.
0: Do you think it is? That's what I'm wondering, babe.
1: We haven't had sex in two weeks. It's okay. like,
0: oof. I feel like I'm a little bit motivate of Motivate me. All right. So you think motivate? Yeah. Okay. I got to start with more moves. I think you're right. Maybe you I'm a lazy. Start with a compliment. Start with the con- oh, you're looking really great Damn. today. Okay, like I love Dan's beard. So all right, I'll just play with his beard a little bit.
1: God, you smell like a man. <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that. You're like what? Let's <laughs> go <called> old spice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I to do that. Yeah, just something.
0: AJ, what's going on in your sex life? That's uh, an issue you need to discuss.
2: So I'm fine with having sex once a week. I, at first, I thought it was weird, and we've only been together for about a year now. Okay, so everyone's thinking it's weird. Like we should be fucking at least three times a day, right? Is that like everyone uh, yeah. everyone's thought? Um,
0: I would. I was having a lot more sex the first year, right. I think.
2: Right. Oh, the other thing is, so we live with my parents.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, so you so totally have a good minor, excuse. Yeah, totally minor thing. So we'll be like mid, whatever, and I hear my mom's voice like, Andrea, um, I just want to know if your laundry is in uh, the washer and if that's not just <laughs>
3: total. You have to wait until your total, mom goes like, to
2: sleep. D de- like, every... Just all my emotions are just, like... Like, it goes from, like, super, super hot and heavy to, like, hearing my mom's voice. And then she talks about washing her clothes. And, and I'm just... And you never done. go There's back no to specks. it, right? No sex.
1: No. Yeah, right.
2: Unless she, like, leaves the house and goes to walk the dog but right after. But it, your mom's, like... But she's, like, blind, right? She is. Do you think she could see? <laughs> I would just...
1: She know, sees figures. Yeah. Right, so she sees... Yeah.
2: So if I'm like happen to be like putting on my clothes, this is, too she, much. This is really too much. Mm-hmm. So my mom has glaucoma. She's she's not even. She's like mid fifties, um, but know. she can't we see. So joke. it does. No, but it, it is comical, honestly, because I mean I've done. Uh, I, we weren't having sex. We we're doing other things, and I was like, it's okay. She can't see. So when she comes into my room, I'm like just like you know like wiping stuff off putting a shirt on and it's totally fine and she comes in needless to say if my dad was home that'd be a totally different story
0: we need to almost get like some braille signs for her like (laughs)
2: like, like, read the door and for like do not disturb in braille on the door well
1: you know you and your mom talk about a lot because you're actually really good friends so i mean does she know you, you have sex is yes, okay. yes.
2: I told her when I lost my virginity, and we talked about that sort of thing. And
1: but she, so she thought it was a one and done, or she thinks you still do? Right, right. She's like, okay. well,
2: you know, so, well, she thinks that I don't have sex in the house, and Iggy and I have separate rooms. My boyfriend and I, we're not allowed to sleep in the same room while he's living with us, and he's going to get his own place, but... um so yeah, I mean we have an agreement that okay, that's your boyfriend, and um, but whenever my parents walk in the room, I like pretend like we're sitting on opposite sides of the couch. God, that's I, like, amazing. <laughs> I, I, I like want my parents to think we don't do anything. Do
0: you ever what? think about like fooling her? Like you could do like a voice recording somewhere else. So while you guys are having sex, you can have like a voice recording in the other room. Like I'm in here, and then like she'll just like go that way. She walks into my room a lot. And she's like
2: Andrea, are you in here? And just just starts talking and having a conversation. And then I'm like in the other room, like in the bathroom or something. I'm like mom, I'm over here. And she's like oh, what's what? So I totally could. could
0: That is so bad. I love that. God God love her.
1: Well, aren't you concerned? And, and, you know, I had a girlfriend that actually dated a famous actor. And she used to say that, look, every time I send him out in the streets, oh, I'm draining him dry. He is not going out in the streets. (laughs) She would not let him leave the house until she had until done she something. got him off. <gasps> yeah, because she was like, I'm not sending him out of the street full of, you know, full of testosterone. Mm-mm. He's going to be a like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. OK, well, that one left. So, from the point.
1: <laughs> well, so I mean, I, what I'm saying to you is your boyfriend's hot
0: thank you so I once a, a week
1: compliment. oh Don't you're right now you're afraid, like, something i think mean, we you do it i guess more i'm
2: not really counting them when we do it mm-hmm. so i forget um but actually he's been away for a while he did um he's the national guard so he was away for a while so when he came back he was like super into it i was like oh you missed me
1: mm. and sometimes so when he wears a, a condom i actually
2: like want to <laughs> you check. just
0: lay there <laughs> lazy
1: lazy two down
0: <laughs> all right joelle really quickly do you have a story too about your sex life that you need to share
3: my sex life is kind of non-existent right now. <laughs> but she has a hot trainer who she won't. I won't sleep with him. He wants to sleep with me, but you know what? I Why aren't you hooking up with your trainer? I'm just not into him.
1: Trainers like, hook up with a lot of people, though. That's not... I'm not right, into, into him, life, you know, so. and
3: he just kind of... I don't know. I'm, he just... I'm still kind of stuck on my ex right now, so I guess we're... So you're,
0: you're dating. We so by the way, because we had somebody. Remember when we had the women from Three Day Rule yeah. come in? Okay, so we have someone that we we set up on a date, but they're still want to know if you want to be hooked up with anybody, like because you you know we're trying. We're on the quest to get you to date a black guy. I know you guys are. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not.
1: Yeah. Okay. That was a lot of defending. Now <laughs> I, I'm not opposed. To, I'm, not. I'm not
3: opposed to it. I guess I don't know.
1: Is there was, a butt coming?
3: I mean, I, I yeah, there I, is this whole ex-boyfriend situation. I guess because I'm still like kind of stuck on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know like which direction to move. You know what I mean? Like I'm. Like,
1: it's over. Move on. I
3: love Forward. him. Forward. Get over. <laughs> get on. I know, but if, I he's, love him. Yeah. <laughs> if he's not feeling
0: it, you do. It's hard, I do understand. Know. It's hard. He's
3: so back and forth. I don't know if he's feeling it. If he's not, like there's days where he's like all over me, but then there's right. days where he's like, well, we're just friends. So I don't know where to go like i don't know where we stand and then i ask him and he's like well we'll figure it out because then there's then he's like oh i want to be with you but then i don't want to be with you so right. what do you what do you do with that okay. when it comes to that but paul's motioning to me He's
0: like, <laughs> wheelchair wheelchair he's like, so like okay, okay so off the air off the air this like paul wants to share this story so badly <laughs> All of the year we're talking to you, and one of the men that you are potentially trying to link with is a man, a gentleman who's in a wheelchair. That that wasn't recently, but yes. And you want if he hits you back up on Bumble, you want to go out with him. And so I'm trying to feel like the best way to do to talk about this story without being offensive because you Paul yeah. also dated a guy cuz Joel we have the interns in night. night. Oh my god, but this It story was a long night, so but it was one awful. night. Yeah. Um so we, you guys do show prep. And you were basically asking the question to us, would you date somebody in a wheelchair? And we all said, yeah, of course. We absolutely would, would. Yeah, yeah I, I would 100%.
1: Well, you know, my first experience um, with the wheelchair situation was watching an episode of The Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and Blanche met a man at the library. And he was a very good looking man. And um, he asked her to out for dinner. And she said yes. And then he says, well, I got to get rolling. And then he rolls one out the door. And she's like, what? So, anyway, she ends up taking Sophia to his house, his penthouse. He ends up being really rich. She takes Sophia over there as her chaperone. She's feeling insecure about it and all that. Anyway, the guy in the wheelchair ends up dumping her. Anyway, I always thought from that time, I was like, you know what? He seemed hot, and I don't see anything wrong with it. So, here's – let me set the scene. I'm at Nelly's Sports Bar. There's a gay sports bar in D.C. DC, on U Street. Very famous, yeah. So, I'm there one night, and I walk in, and – in rolls, this guy in this wheelchair. Hot. 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 Okay.
0: I hear you. I'm like,
1: hey. You know, so the guy like rolls right on up to me. A lot of confidence. He asked if he could buy me a drink. And I said, sure. And he pats his lap. So I sit down on his lap. I felt like the king of the world. I'm like, I want to go to that bar. I mean, excuse <laughs> me, pardon roller. me. me? Excuse, what are you gonna roll around? around? He, he was rolling me all around, around that bar. House. I was making out with that boy. His arms <laughs> nice. I muscular. was spinning yeah. around on the dance floor. I had that chair everywhere. Did
0: you ever think that? <laughs> that we were in the service out. elevator. <laughs> I was like, I
1: don't need to go to the roof. <laughs> I want to go to the basement. Take me to the third floor.
0: <laughs> you did, did you ever think that maybe you should like be pushing him or offering?
1: Oh. That never occurred to me. Actually, it absolutely never occurred to me. No, he loved it. So and he knew happened? how to do all the tricks, and, and we we popped the wheelie. We did all that. Well, he told me, because we talked about it, and he said, because we were making out of this bar, I don't do this kind of stuff anymore. I'm a little bit more mature now. <laughs> so like, when was this? Last week. No, <laughs> I know. Something happened around Saturday. I, I just I feel like I'm older. But anyway... Um, no, I uh, we, we were just oh we were you know having a good time, and he told me that he has no feeling be- below his um, below his waist.
0: So no function at all. I've always wondered that. So he's no paraplegic. Function. No he's function. He's not
1: paraplegic because that's the whole body, right? Oh,
0: okay, sure. Okay, okay. so
1: he has nothing Paralyzed below the waist. So okay. I said to him, of course, what's the next question? Does your dick work? I mean, yeah. you know what I mean. When you ask, yeah, because you're like, is the dick excluded from? Sure, that? you want to know. Right. So he said that no, it doesn't. Right. And I said, well, God. I said, what about Viagra? He said, well, yeah, he could take Viagra, and it would get hard, but he couldn't really do anything. Nothing
0: would, yeah, be accomplished from
1: that. Let's cross that bridge when we come to. You were trying. (laughs) No, no. I mean, I probably would have after. Okay, I had two, and then I had one for the road, one for the ditch. I was probably on one for the canal at that point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I would have tried.
0: Oh my god, I love you! Um, all right, look, AJ, with the news, we need some news stories here before we get to my friend Jeremy Lerman, who's who's going to talk DACA and immigration. Um, which will, this, this show is like really a segue into that. It's like, okay, all right, sure, we've covered everything else. Okay, AJ, <laughs> my what's god. going on in news? I don't Park even Beltran? know. I, I can't follow a Paul sex story. I know. I mean, it's insane.
3: There's
0: so many. I know. He has so many for all of us. It's amazing.
2: <laughs> it's amazing. We're going to try, though. Um, I want to talk about um, a new concept for a department store. They're going to have an opening of a store, and it's going to have nothing inside. Mm. It's a whole new concept. I want to know what you guys think. So you walk in. You're immediately greeted by a person. There's no clothes, uh-huh. and you're just searching through things online, and they help you order it in. You can have a cappuccino. You can have your nails done. What do you guys
1: think? I love it. I wanted to come up with this. I mean, I came up with this idea years ago, and I never... That's what I
0: say for everything. It's like, you know what? I thought of that. I tried to get money for <laughs> I it. Get yeah. it. I don't get it. Honestly, I don't get it, because I know Nordstrom is doing right, this. Yeah, They're going to try it. I really don't get this, because here's the thing. I can do all that at my house. Like, but not exactly. with
1: help. You have help.
0: It's like a personal... You probably have to pay more for that, though. Like a personal shopper. But but I feel like it's not that inconvenient. If you're an online shopper, if you become an online shopper, like in the past year, that's all I do. ASOS, that's... Right. Like all I shop, right, is online. You just begin to know that website. You know your size. Mm -hmm. The first time, maybe it's trial by error. But then after that, you know what works. And I'm like... So I don't get it. I know they said they were going to have like a tailor there, right, like a special person tailor. So the area is surrounded by
2: eight dressing rooms where they can try on merchandise. So they're trying to cater to the people that shop online but also eliminate that like, you know, factor where you might not fit the clothes. So you try on the clothes but you order them online and it like it's probably shipped to your house, but you try them on in the store that you can't buy the clothes. I'm not mad
1: at it. I mean, I know it seems a little unorthodox and some people like to leave with and their even stuff, have beer. which I get. They
2: offer beer or
0: wine. I don't
1: know. I wouldn't go out of my way to do it. I don't know. You know the interesting thing about shopping? I'm having these flashbacks just all over the place. But, you know, it's so interesting because, you know, when you, you work, you save your money, you go out, you buy something. Like, I'm the kind of guy, if I'm going to, like, Gucci or something, oh, I'm walking down Fifth Avenue with my Gucci bag. Right. <laughs> oh, you're you about to see. No, I'm going during the day. It's going to be daylight. Then I'm going to go have me a nice cocktail, you know, somewhere. These are the um, people that
2: walk in with their Gucci bag and then walk out with another one.
1: Right. But check this out. <laughs> You know all my girlfriends that really have money, like the people with real money? They we go in shopping places and they have everything shipped to their house, they don't even want to carry anything. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, doesn't this defeat the purpose? Where are the bags? Excuse Where? me, ma'am. Can we have three of those Gucci bags? I know she got her stuff shipped, but just just give me the Gucci bag.
0: Are you the person, too, that then uses the Gucci bag to carry your lunch sure. in like- <laughs> for days after sure. everyone with their Lululemon the bags? Out. Oh my god, ridiculous. Okay,
2: god. well, I'm maybe I'll get it. So it opens in uh, West California, October 3rd. So check it out, guys. All right. We'll all take a trip there. Yeah, please. Secondly, another thing that's out is the iPhone X and iPhone 8 for $1,000. Are we buying? Yes, I would. I'm saying order it in, you know. I'll They're tell you, all 1000 you the features. Your, your Even phone? Even the last
1: one was $1,000.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but now it's less. Well, if you get it, you know, like years after or after something else is released, you get it for cheaper. So now the iPhone 7 is probably $800. Okay.
0: So woohoo, affordable. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely buy.
2: Can we just, okay, I'll finish this, and then I'll say one more thing about iPhones, but I'm going to tell you the features. There's now facial ID, so you have to have a, it takes a picture of your face and like recognizes it to unlock your phone. There's no home button anymore.
0: Okay. Love it. Wireless charging. Yep. Okay. What about it? I don't totally understand in. it. I don't wireless know what does charging? That. So <laughs> I'm saying. Okay. You probably just put it on a base, right? And once it connects uh, with the base, it's okay. just, it's going to charge you.
1: I don't like those wireless headphones. I'm sorry, um, guys. I'm just not there yet. Thing.
3: I
2: think every every new phone they just take out another feature. Right. So the, the earphones were a big thing.
0: I like, yeah, lots of people like the earphones. I, I I haven't even gotten into I haven't gotten into the wireless either, but I yeah. could Do you have if that phone? I. Um yeah, I have the iPhone seven, seven okay. but uh, my issue with the iPhone seven is I can never, for whatever reason, find like a headset that works. It connects for a while, right. and then there's always like a bad connection. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's
1: a pain. I just talk to people on
0: speakerphone, yeah. so they could really work on that iPhone. <laughs> So, They're like the worst complaints. Yeah,
1: and, and one complaint I have is everybody that I know that has a Samsung, their pictures are better than mine. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. that's true. Samsung has way better cameras. Like, it people, does people? Yeah, I know. But then I you don't... get hated on for having an Android. It's like God forbid your messages are green. Oh,
1: right. It's like, FaceTime me. And you're like, yeah. oh. That's so all you? Oh, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> and I have to tell people all the time. It's like, oh, you can um, message me on Snapchat, and we can FaceTime through that.
0: I, my prediction is in five years, Apple will not be Apple. Like, uh, you right. know, Apple was Apple because of Steve Jobs, and it's still carrying on because of Steve. He was the innovator. But you can see it already. Right. I, I just don't think there's the... Allure of Apple that there mm-hmm. used to be, Yeah. and God forbid I have an iPhone
2: 4. My parents still have iPhone 4, yeah. and all my friends like, slash sure. all our family think they're peasants.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're like, "What is that fossil that you're holding? I don't understand it's how
1: small, you." Super small, isn't
2: it? You have you ever gone yeah, from like holding your phone to holding an iPhone 4? Yeah,
1: it's like, has a Oh my god,
3: my mom has <laughs> one. It's like this big, and I'm like, oh, I can't it's it's hold like your, your poor, phone. you poor
2: <laughs> peasant. I mean, it's just insane. And, uh, anyway, so I'm, I'm going to have to try that out. My friend already okay. got the iPhone X. I'm just kidding. I'm not getting that phone. I can't
1: afford that. That's fine. I have it Finance displayed. it. Finance it. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> hey, please, don't think we can. No. Hi, AT&T. Yes, yeah. put that on, too. Sir, yeah. would you like an iPad? Yes. How much, Payment you, plan. How many bags do you want? As many as you can give me for my credit. <laughs> yeah. Just give me everything and put it in charge me for it later. So
2: charge it for later. <laughs> yep. Um, and I found some guys for um, for Joelle. Oh. Oh. These so guys. Has anyone seen these guys? Okay, so this was in Irma, and they're were their Florida first responders. They posted a picture on Twitter, and now everybody's obsessed. I have a picture here. I'm going to post it on the blog today when you guys can see it at Uh Paul, did you see them?
1: Yes, I saw them. So Very there's three hot.
2: of them. Two of them are married, and one of them is single. Mm to pull a picture gorgeous. now gorgeous um
0: Gainesville Florida that's
1: Gainesville, what you mentioned
2: Gainesville these guys department are hot and, and they,
0: they actually I'd seen this they got so much attention that yeah. Gainesville police department went back on and were like on oh Facebook. my god two of them are married one guy's single so which one's single
3: the, <laughs> the one, one with the good hair on the
0: wow.
1: right
3: yeah
0: I know, aren't they okay. hot?
3: I, you nice. know, if you ever, you oh know, if you could set me up. I'm down. We got
2: to move to Gainesville. So all one right girl
3: tweeted out, "Like, oh my
2: Another god, a
1: white I am, guy? Huh? I know. She <laughs> loves white boys. I love don't she?
2: white boys. I think <laughs> it's the beard <laughs> that does <laughs> it for me. It's the two beards. I don't
0: know. Arrest <laughs> me, beat me Arrest with that me. baton, whatever you Somebody want to do." Somebody was like, "I think I need CPR." Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do <laughs> something. And they actually put out, "Do not call 911," asking for these guys to come. They were worried about all these false calls coming. No, these women are desperate and horny. God,
1: women are desperate. Please,
0: there's like it's oh, what, what about Raise
1: your That's hand if you're horny in this room. Gosh, I'm kinda horny. Yeah, you're you too, Sarah. Please. Me and Sarah what, what's going on? i
3: just, like, I'm just whatever. like whatever.
1: Maybe it's <laughs> our magnesium. It. Girl, I got low magnesium. I'm yeah, got to <laughs> neutralize, you gotta <laughs> equalize your... <you're. laughs> I got low <laughs> vitamin D, girl. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. All right, look. We're going to put those stories and more up dot com. Paul and I have a bunch of things we need to tell you oh, about to please. come see us this weekend. Paul and I are hosting a Springfield Town Center fashion show. It is from 1 to 4. Is it 1 to 4, Paul, or one, 1 to 5? It's 1 to 4. One to it's going to be great. This Saturday. So come check us out. Also, right after that, I'm only going to be there from one to two. And then um, Paul is, basically, Paul is taking over. He's, he's doing his thing. But um, then I'll be in Fairfax Corner for their fall fashion show. So please come. If you want more details about those, you can head to Um You can find out where you can see myself, where you can see Paul. Um, also, I want to thank people. Many people listen to the Danny Star Part 1 episode. Yeah. Um, the Part 2 is out. If you already subscribed to us on iTunes, on Spotify, You'll find the Danny Star Part 2 episode. So thank you guys for all your comments on that. Uh, Also Pacers. We love teaming up with Pacers. You need to check out their podcast, Pace the Nation. Or if you're in the market for new running shoes, Pacers Running has stores all through the D.C., Maryland, Virginia location. You can just head to their website, runpacers.com, and uh, check out everything right there. What else am I missing? Anything else that you're promoting coming up? We need to vote for you.
1: <laughs> you definitely need to vote for me at uh, best of D- bestofgaydc.com. That'd be great. Um, also, I will be opening up the inaugural Best in Shaw dog show this oh. Saturday. I'm going to do that before... Um, before uh, Passport to Fashion. I know.
0: You and I are all over the place Crazy
1: on day. So it's going to be in Shaw and Naylor Court at uh, 10 a.m. If you're in D.C., come on out and check us out. Bring your pooch.
0: Bring your pooch. Uh, you might catch our interns there, too, AJ and Joelle. Um, <laughs> and then there's one more thing. So I feel like I feel like we really normally don't have this crazy of a week but then tomorrow I'm going to be in Fairfax for their social media week. Yeah. It's starting at 8 a.m. So if you still want to get a ticket you can come. There's a lot of podcasters speaking uh, but anyway that'll be really good. Oh, I, I, I feel like it. it's a lot of endless like events that we're going to be It's a lot it's, a lot. Hey, it's a lot. It's fall. And I really want to actually go see the uh, March of the Juggalos that are going to be happening down on uh, the mall.
1: Juggalos? Yeah.
0: You know what a Juggalo is? No. <laughs> Insane Clown Posse. You what? don't know these people? ICP. ICP. No. What's your I, I, ICP does. With
1: ICP. What's what? ICP. <laughs> oh my
0: God. In Washington, D.C., the Insane Clown Posse and another protest group, I haven't really kept on a, up on it, are coming to march on Washington this Saturday. We got to go. Paul, they dress up their Insane pa- Clown Posse music fans.
1: I want to go and see it.
0: I already saw it.
1: <laughs> Don't tell me it wasn't good. Don't even tell me. I'm see. going to see it. Will I be scared? Are you
3: going to have night? Do you, you, do you get scared? Oh, scared will I be scared?
1: I can't go alone, huh?
3: Do
0: you get scared of clowns? Oh, we can all go together. All right, we'll go together.
1: Yeah, yeah let's go. I want to see it. Speaking okay. of
0: clowns. Uh, so, catch us this weekend. <laughs> um, you guys enjoy the the next um, interview with Jeremy Lerman, and we'll see you guys next week. Too much fun. Bye, guys. Bye, love you guys. Bye friends. <laughs> Oh, Jeremy Lerman, you're like my favorite. I love when you come on. Oh, my God. I got such great hate mail when you were on last time. When you talked about the police unions, it was awesome.
4: Yeah. I didn't read it, but I would love to if you still have it.
0: Um, No, it was specifically a police officer who sent me um, several emails. i got to go back and look about how, because you were essentially saying that police unions are there. They obviously protect police officers. And there's so many sort of layers involved with that that it's very, very hard to prosecute police police officers once they commit a crime because of the long-standing union histories. Right. And this officer is very mad at you about how...
4: I had another, it. actually, have a, a close friend of mine whose brother is a police officer, who I actually met him, uh, not after I met him, before I did the podcast, but I sent my friend the podcast that I did uh, for your show, and... She was not pleased, (laughs) to say the least.
0: Okay, uh, Jeremy Lerman is a friend of mine, and I love, love, love having you on. I... I pride myself on a couple of things on this podcast. One, I like to have people that are a lot smarter than I am on, which is very easy to do. Okay. Number two, we have such a diverse audience. And I really try every single show, whether it's something, a topic about, um, you know, race issues or police issues, whatever it is. And today I want to talk about immigration. Um... I was—I was just saying—I don't even know what your title is, but you are basically—you're becoming like a doctor of what all things social policy.
4: Uh, PhD in economics.
0: PhD. In
4: uh, I yeah. love it. I uh, actually just got my master's, which you get on the way to doing your PhD, because I passed these exams that you need to pass.
0: Okay, this is code word for your fucking brilliant. That's all uh, we need to it, know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I want you on today to tell me and tell us, like layman ter- layman's terms, and a little bit smarter than that, because obviously you are, but um, DACA is happening. Immigration is such a hot topic, which I really haven't spent a lot of time on, on this podcast. And I want to today. Mm -hmm. You, we were just having this conversation off air and you were saying immigration is such a hot topic because it's so complex. What do you mean by that?
4: Well, the, so basically it's just, there are the same way that tax law is complex. I mean, there are just so many facets. The legislation is very hard to understand. Um, it just creates all these sort of different classes and categories. Um, so, like, for example, you know, with, with DACA, you have these people who entered illegally, um, but because of the executive order that Obama passed in 2000, I think it was 2012, uh it's not legislation it's an executive order so technically these people are here they have a what lawyers call a lawful presence Okay. But they're, but they're not legal immigrants.
0: And tell me this. So DACA is Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals <sighs> Program. So just like yeah. So just like you're saying, So because I didn't even, this is terrible, I didn't even know what DACA was until it's just recently been out. But it's essentially like you have a 10-year-old kid, okay, for example, who crosses the border from Mexico to the United States. And in 2012, President Obama said if these kids come, and these are just children, right? They're right. kids under the age of 18.
4: I think it's 16. I bet but you, you, might, you might be right. I'm not sure of the exact number.
0: And so, do these kids, like, what do they just have family on the other side? Like, they have family in the United States? Or what? They just um, wander here on So, so
4: sometimes that is the case, but more often than not, um, it is. So, there are sort of like two interesting components here. One is that childhood arrivals do not get. So people, ch- Children who are unaccompanied okay. who are caught crossing the border do not get turned away. They automatically get let in. However, they can still be deported later, but unlike adults, they don't get turned away at the border. They have to be processed. Uh, they might be given asylum, which obviously creates an incentive for a lot of these people to try and cross because they know they're not going to be turned away at the border. Um, Got it. So that's sort of one component. And the other is that the conditions of the countries they're coming from are so horrible that they consider it worth taking the risk to come here. I mean, I think it's something like 2,000 I think that's right 2000 people who try and cross the border every year die from just from the mm-hmm. conditions of trying to get over here whether it's like heat exposure you know right. exhaustion starving to death yeah, so it's it's a, a huge risk the, yeah um, so it's not like these decisions to come here are not made lightly there are they're coming from countries where the conditions are so bad that they're desperate and they're looking for opportunity. These aren't people who are like coming here to look, you know, trying to like, commit crime or whatever, you know, all the stigma is that's associated. So
0: 2012, President Obama basically says, look, we're not going to turn these people away. You were saying, he basically was saying, we have such limited resources to send the, send kids back. We're just going to kind of let them come in and ignore it, right?
4: Yeah. So, he, so for the people that were already here, um, uh-huh. He is basically, uh, oh, sorry. Uh, He's basically extending this lawful presence. He's he's creating a sort of like a temporary protected status for these people to be renewed. Every two years um, by application. So these people who uh-huh. are here, can st- they have to apply every two years, and they have to meet certain criteria, right? They can't commit serious offenses. They have to be either working or in school. Um, and the, the conditions are, you know, they're pretty strict. So, uh,
0: so it's not like you're just coming here, you get, like, a visa, and then nobody checks up on you or nothing happens. Exactly. Okay. Exactly.
4: And, and they're not even guaranteed permanent status, according to this, Executive order, right I mean that 's mm. part of the problem, and that 's why it 's creating this problem we have now with Trump because he can just end it by executive order since it was created by executive order
0: and that 's what he wants to do
4: that 's what Trump wants to do
0: I and you, what do you think well i
4: I personally don 't think it 's going to happen. Um, I think that uh, you know there 's actually a lot of bipartisan support for the DACA program. Um, so you have people like on on the Republican side, Marco Rubio, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, uh, from South Carolina. And then on the, you know, the, you have tons of Democrats supporting it, but you have, and McCain too on the Republican side is a big one. Um, so the, it's not that there's no bipartisan support that the problem is trying to get legislation through that can sort of create a permanent a uh, 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 so protection for these people who are here, rather than them just being here by executive order. That's sort of the the problem right now. It's so uncertain.
0: So, okay, you don't think it's really gonna happen. But um, talk to me about this because you know we were talking about immigration in this country, and you were saying from an economist standpoint that immigration is really great for the economy. When you said that, I was like. Fascinating because to me, when I hear and I, you know, I'm a Mainer, I have a lot of conservative Maine relatives. They always feel like immigrants are here stealing our jobs. <laughs> so yeah. tell me about when you said that. I was like, what? That's so fascinating.
4: Yeah, it's a it's a big fallacy. There's actually like this great South Park episode uh, about. That makes fun of this idea that. Well, immigrants I hate come cartoons,
0: <laughs> so I never watch Even even the smart ones, okay.
4: It's it's such a good episode. You should watch it. But uh, yeah, the, there's this idea out there that immigrants steal our jobs, um, and it's built on like several economic fallacies. I mean, first of all, there's no sort of like fixed pie when it comes to job creation. Um, so. You know, immigrants come over here, they, they actually create jobs, right? Because they're not only, they're not just workers. They are producers and they're consumers. They come here, they buy our gas, they use our services.
0: Sure, they go to the movies like everybody else.
4: Exactly. Right. Um, actually, I was looking at like several studies that show that on average, uh, foreign-born uh, citizens or just immigrants uh, on average create more jobs than native-born Americans.
0: I bet so I don't buy anything.
4: Yeah, so they're they're.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I'm so cheap.
4: Well, just just because the fact that they're entrepreneurial, not that they're buying more services, oh. um, they're actually creating small businesses. Um, so, it, it, and and just in general, you know, most I would say like over ninety percent of economists. And that's I'm sort of pulling that number out of my ass, but it's a it's a wide consensus when it comes to economists. Uh, that immigration is, is a net gain when it comes to the economy.
0: Okay, then why is there this hot button of, like, there's, you know, many of my relatives, many people I'm sure listening to this, you hear the immigra- the whole immigration argument and you think, oh, they're stealing our jobs and they're just coming here living off the system. You know? Right. It's like, so why is there still that perception, do you think?
4: Well, I think there are a lot of reasons. One is I think... Uh, the most obvious example is just ignorance. <laughs> People don't know, uh, are not aware of how econo- like of economics, and they think that you know that job creation is just a zero sum game. So if an immigrant comes here and they are working a job, they're taking the job from someone else, and that's just not how economics works. Another is that there's a lot of fear mongering created um, by groups who just don't want foreign groups coming in. Um, Not always conservatives. I mean, you have plenty of Democrats who have sort of like anti-foreign bias. Who's that? Anybody? I'm not thinking of anyone specifically. But I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that when it comes to Americans, we tend to sort of like favor our own over uh, workers coming in. I mean, I, I don't feel that way, but I I do think there's sort of a like a nationalist bias. Um, so even, for example, people who are more liberal on immigration policy, they still think that we should have a quota. They, we should have some sort of quota, right? Okay. There's, there some, there's always going to be, like, people are always in favor of restricting the amount of labor coming in. Even though it doesn't make any economic sense, uh, they want to keep certain kinds of people out, right? So it's like
0: you think and is that more terrorist stuff like is that like hey we want to keep out um people who are coming from saudi arabia or whatever because they produce terrorists i think that's a
4: big part of it i think another part is just this uh false idea that uh, so, for example, a lot of Americans think, "Oh well, we should let uh, the more skilled foreign labor come in right like we want like doctors and those kinds of people coming over, but low skilled uh, immigrants are like just taking away jobs from Americans, and we shouldn 't have them coming in but that 's that 's not right either i right. mean they're they 're productive um, and if they can produce services at a lower cost, it's actually good for all Americans. Well,
0: and I have news for the government. I'm not going to be a migrant lettuce picker, you know, (laughs) from California to, you know, New Mexico.
4: No, that's a good point. I mean, they're often working jobs that a lot of Americans don't want to work. Yeah. Um, And, uh, I mean, the fact of the matter is, they wouldn't be coming here if the opportunities weren't already available. Right. Um, So... Yeah. Just yeah. Sorry. But Go ta-
0: ahead. no. Talk to me about this. There's got to be a downside, right? I feel like with everything, right? There's pros and cons. Okay. So you've talked about the the pro, which is essentially immigration really does create more economy, better up, op- more money, more job opportunities. But what's the downside? What makes this argument aside from prejudice? What makes immigration tricky, difficult, strain? Um, I think.
4: Aside from the prejudice um, so I think uh, labor unions are are a big factor um, because uh, you know more immigration is essentially more competition in the labor market which drives down wages um, and so and and it's often the case that labor unions can't take on these immigrants because if they're unauthorized they can't be accepting uh, you know immigrants as members and so you know, basically, it's in the union's interest to keep out this competition. Uh,
0: okay, that is like mind blowing. I never even thought of that. So, do you feel like a lot of these union, um, like our labor unions, are lobbying? Are, are they, like, oh, lobbying I, ha- I our-
4: have no doubt. And actually, historically, that's been the case. I mean, even... So before we had any sort of, like, major federal uh, legislation against immigrants coming in, it was primarily the labor unions that were pushing this uh, in the early 20th century. So we really didn't have anything in the way of quotas at the federal level. Um, it's not that's like we had open same. borders or anything like that. We did have restrictions on who could come in, but it wasn't sort of based... We didn't have, like... A sort of a set quota, um, and it wasn't based on national origin either. Um, and that's changed uh, due, again, to prejudice, but also because the labor market was becoming more competitive, and union uh, members were worried that uh, they were either going to lose their jobs or that their wages were going to be driven down. So.
0: Wow. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that aspect of it. Tell me this. What is on the horizon? What is next? Um, where immigration is such a hot topic, Trump voters and supporters of him, that was like one of their biggest things. They want to close the borders, build that wall. You
4: know, it's interesting because, so that's very true, but at the same time, uh, there have been a lot of polls done. And on the DACA thing specifically, not immigration as a whole, but on DACA specifically, 73% of Americans. Uh, support this program mm-hmm. so it, even, even a lot of people who supported Trump are saying you know, even if we're trying to get tough on immigration this makes no sense these are productive members of society they didn't choose you know, to come here, they've done nothing wrong uh, you know, they, they, they're, you know, they, they pass all the criteria. They can't commit federal crimes. They, again, they have to be either in school or working. So there are, and they have to renew every two years. Mm. So all this stuff that Jeff Sessions has been saying, the attorney general is just, it's a bunch of bullshit. He's like a liar, but I was <laughs> <laughs> trying to come up with a euphemism, but he's just a liar. Uh, so But I think what's on the horizon is Trump's gonna, you know, he's gonna see a lot of pushback on this. I think what's gonna end up happening uh, with respect to the DACA executive order is, um, you know, I think there might have to be some kind of compromise between the executive branch and uh, the legislative branch. So, you know, it's possible that the Democrats might have to give Trump some funding on the wall uh, in order to get this program. Something like that. I mean, I hope that's not the case because the wall is a complete waste of money and resources.
0: Because people are just going to come anyway.
4: It's never People are going to come. And even if they give him the money, the wall's never going to be built. I mean, it's just not going to happen. It's the stupidest idea in the history of mankind. But it, it might just be sort of a temporary solution to get Trump to extend the program um that 's just one possibility i don 't sure, know sure. we don 't know
0: for you e. right that it 's yeah. going to happen but
4: um but th- there will be it, it it does seem to be you know t- because Trump is so um ho about gung ho about uh getting you know, be, be, being tough on immigration, that the Democrats are going to have to give something up, and even a lot of the Republicans who support, who are like very you know pro-immigrant, are going to have to give stuff up too.
0: If you could be, just wave a magic wand, what would be the perfect solution to immigration in the United States?
4: <laughs> oh man! You
0: st- I mean, I love this. This is like the amazing part about an economist. Like,
4: this is so cool. What would what would be the perfect? So I'm kind of radical when it comes to immigration. I mean, like, I, so I basically support open borders, um, which is not like a feasible policy alternative, um, unless, you know, you sort of, like, get rid of the state. Like, you can't right. really have a more Just So, but I would say, you know, just at least the best, like, possible sort of step forward is, you know, expanding access to people who want to come here, given that they meet a certain criteria. And I don't think the criteria should be too tough. I just think it should be, you know, they've demonstrated that they're not you know, violent criminals um, and, you know, beyond that.
0: Uh, Colombian drug lords, like I'm watching on Narcos.
4: Yeah. Okay. Great show. I <laughs> love
0: that show. <laughs> oh, I miss Pablo. <laughs> no, me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh,
4: but yeah, I, I think it, it does, our immigration policy a, a, as a whole doesn't really make any sense. And one of the reasons, actually, that we're seeing an increase in unauthorized uh, immigrants or a spike in unauthorized immigrants is because of the increased restrictions on legal immigration. So. Uh. That sort of, you know, it's sort of an unintended consequence of these bad policies that we have. Um, I was reading, like, an article the other day that says just to apply for visa status can take over two decades.
0: Oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. And look at, I mean, Joelle's mom. You know, she's been here for years and still, no. maybe she just didn't apply. But, I mean, I've heard and I know a lot of people in flux. Even people who are married to American citizens, it's a very long process. Yeah. And expensive
4: expensive cumbersome expensive for not only you know the immigrant but also expensive for like for everyone i mean it's just more federal resources and state resources and all other kinds of resources that we're throwing at this thing you know it's it's really weird because we have this potential for this huge economic benefit for the United States right. in order to let more immigrants in. And we're turning it into a huge cost just by imposing these policies that make it hard for us to bring immigrants in.
0: Oh my God. I could talk to you all day. I Seriously, <laughs> I'm launching another podcast series, just the two of us. Like honestly, yeah.
4: I'm, I'm on board.
0: Okay. And it's going to be teaching the ignorant, you know, that'll be the title. Because <laughs> I am the ignorant. You
4: like, give I, me way too much credit, I, but I...
0: <laughs> no, I... Love, I love, 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 love having you on. Um, where can people find you? Can people email you? Is there, I know, sure. you don't, know, yeah, where can people contact you if they want to uh, debate
4: or? I'm on Facebook. I uh, have email, jeremy.lerman at gmail.com. Awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't do like a lot of social media, not on Instagram. I well, inter-
0: I mean, that's not exactly true. You do get into some heated debates on Facebook. Your Facebook on, is Facebook On,
4: funded, face- on uh- Facebook, I do, yes. <laughs> Facebook. When necessary. I try my best. But sometimes, you know, the stupidity is just, you know,
0: I want you much. back on. I know, it, you know, this topic was more pressing today to have you come in, but I really want you to talk about affirmative action next. Because I sure. find that fascinating. Sure. That's next Happy time. Happy to do it. Jeremy Lerman, thank you so much for Thanks having me. Thanks for having me. That. So good. Oh, my. Tune in. Yeah, you gotta tune in.
4: Sarah Frazier on the mic and she about to begin a co-host with the most all one looking fleek. Take it from me, you should be